worthiness is an inside job. It's not an outside job. It cannot come from others or from acquiring things. You deem yourself worthy. Nobody else does it for you. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, welcome to Connect Back In. This is Morgan King, your host, and it has been a few weeks since I've recorded a new episode. I went off and got hitched in my hometown of Wisconsin. We're also doing a wedding here. When I say wedding, it was just our immediate family, but um, we're doing one in San Diego this weekend, and it's been amazing. It's been really fun to celebrate, um, especially after the long year of not really connecting with most people. Things are lightening up here in San Diego and especially back in Wisconsin, and it was just an amazing time. And so lots of things came up while I was gone that I wanted to record about, And of course, I didn't write them down in my phone and I forgot about it. So here we are. It's been a couple of days of thinking about what I wanted to talk about. And I was listening to Oprah's Super Soul Conversations podcast. And she wasn't necessarily talking about worth. I don't believe. I can't remember the title of the episode. But she talked about how when she was younger, she had a job and she was making like 25 cents an hour or something. And someone had asked her to do something that she didn't want to do. And she knew that she could create a boundary and not do that thing, even though she was kind of at the bottom of the totem pole in regard to how much money she was making. I can't, I probably should have listened to it and refreshed my memory as to why this was impactful. But essentially what I got from it, and it really struck me, is she was like, I never measured my worth based on how much money I made. And I was like, wow, do I do that? I certainly have in the past, especially when I was younger, climbing the corporate ladder. Once I get this job, then I'll be deemed worthy. Once I have this salary, why won't they give me more money? I don't make enough money, whatever the story was that I was telling myself. But it got me questioning. And oftentimes I say on this podcast is you are worthy just as you are, just because you exist. And how different would your life be if you worked from that energy versus waiting until you needed to do something, receive something, achieve something? And it's hard to think about what that would be like sometimes to tap into that energy. A lot of times our worth is measured upon how others see us. And I heard a quote this morning on my Peloton from Allie Love. She's amazing. Always sharing positive quotes. And it was, you don't climb the mountain for everyone to see. You climb the mountain to see the world. And to me, that idea is that you are looking inward for approval, for worthiness, for enoughness, measuring your success 
based upon what success looks like to you, not because you're trying to prove something to anyone else. And I feel like that is a life lesson a lot of us are working towards understanding more of. This inside game, it's not about proving yourself to others. And it can be tough because our society really um, creates a container that you should want to prove yourself to other people. You're not worthy just because you exist. You need to get the following credentials and do the following things and fit inside this container. And a lot of people do those things and then they feel like crap. And that's where the old nudge from the universe comes along. And you're like, there's got to be more to life than this question because you've been looking for your worth in all the wrong places. Wayne Dyer talks about this story, which is often referenced in many spiritual books, is he starts helping his friend look for the keys that he lost to his car. And so they're looking outside and it's bright outside. And so they're searching everywhere. It's been 25 minutes. And then Wayne kindly kindly looks at his friend and goes, man, where, where do you think you dropped them? And he's like, oh, I dropped them inside. And he's like, well, why are you looking for the keys out here if the keys, you left them inside the house, you dropped them inside the house? And he said, well, there's more light out here. So there's more attention. There's more eyes on the outside. When in reality, if you left the keys inside, it's an inside job. You got to go inside the house and look for the key. You can't look for the key where it's not. And the key is when you connect back in to who you are. Worthiness is an inside job. It's not an outside job. It cannot come from others or from acquiring things. You deem yourself worthy. Nobody else does it for you. And once you are able to detach your level of worthiness from things and other people's opinions, you experience true freedom. And it requires a belief in a few things. And I've jotted down a few beliefs here that allows you to slowly detach yourself from looking to others for your worthiness. Because one thing I want to bring up before I go into that, the beliefs, is think about how often you think about what others are thinking about you. So I'll say that again. Think about how often you think about what others are thinking about you. Okay? So what do you think others are thinking about then? They're thinking about themselves and what other people are thinking about them. If they hold a judgment about you, it's probably for five seconds. And then they go back to worrying about what other people think about them. (laughs) Isn't that kind of crazy? And yet we allow that five-second blurb to then define whether we're worthy or not. And the goal is to, uh, is to accept our worthiness just as we are, not attach these things outside of us, the car, the job, the salary, the relationship, the accolade. You just are. And the belief, a couple of beliefs that I feel are supportive and helping you detach your level of worthiness from things and other people outside of you 
is trusting that everything is always working out for your highest good. I've talked about this many a time on the podcast. I did a whole episode on it right in the beginning where I share my life and kind of the milestones that I saw as challenges at the time. And then looking back in hindsight, man, am I lucky that those things happened. And maybe you do that if this is not your belief right now. You're like, that's not true for me. I Life is tough for me. Things Bad things happen to me. Nothing works out. Life is hard. I understand. I've been there. It's hard to climb out of that hole. You can't, you can't jump the hole. You got to take it one step at a time. But maybe think back to a period in your life where you thought that. And then looking back, you're like, wow, I'm glad I got fired from that job because then it allowed me to see the opportunity for this new job that gave me benefits and time with my family. Or I know this one's crazy, but I had an illness a physical illness that really took my body down. And I wasn't able to work. I wasn't able to do all these things, but it allowed me to connect back into who I am, to a higher power, to a belief in something bigger. And now my spiritual muscle is the strongest it's ever been. It wouldn't have been if I didn't experience this downfall in my health. So trusting that everything is always working out for your highest good, then you don't have to worry It releases a lot of the pressure of getting things and achieving things and appeasing other people. And then two, which really ties into everything that's working out for your highest good, is that there is a bigger plan. It's so much grander than the one you hold for yourself. And again, this idea is to reference the past and thank God those things like Garth Brooks, thank God for unanswered prayers. Thank God those things didn't work out because now I'm here. The third one is that there is plenty to go around. When you see people with lots of money or a great relationship or the healthy body that you want, that is a sign that it's on its way to you. It's not the thought that we often have that that's for them and not for me. Why not you? The only thing that's holding you back from it is the belief that you're not worthy to have that thing. There's not a finite piece, puzzle piece, or pie, rather, of money, of healthy relationships, good guys, good girls, houses. (laughs) There's an abundant amount. And if you only knew... (laughs) Most of us are just afraid to ask for what we want because we assume it's not available to us. It's for someone else. It's for that type of person. What if you thought, you know what, I'm just going to try it on for size. What if there was plenty to go around? How would you show up differently? There's plenty of money. Anything is possible. To me, it just creates a sense of freedom. And it allows you to release control. So that thing that wants to leave, let it go. You don't have to choke hold it and hold it in because there's plenty to go around. If not that, then something else better will come along. 
And this kind of ties in is the fourth one I have here is that there isn't just one way to get to where you want to go. The GPS analogy, which I've talked about in the past is, so you put in your destination to where you want to go and you have the destination from where you are in there and then you press start, right? So you're driving in your car, you miss the right turn. What happens is your GPS system then recalibrates and tells you how to get back on track. It doesn't say, all right, closing shop. We can't give you any more directions. You can't turn around. You can't take another right up the road and then go backwards. It's not possible. (laughs) So think of it in that way. The decisions that you have to make for your life, there's not just one path. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of paths. Some might be easier and more straightforward and take less time and less traffic. And some might be hilly and scenic route and beautiful and long and joyful. But there's always another opportunity knocking at your door. So if something doesn't feel right, you don't just have to take it because it's the only option. That is your ego trying to keep you safe and small. That is not your higher self. So with these principles, these beliefs, they can support you in detaching how you view your worthiness. It's an inside game. Those things outside of you don't hold power over you unless you let them. Ultimately, you're just chasing a feeling and an emotion. So once I get that relationship, then I'll be what? Like, how does that change who you are? It's a feeling that you're chasing. It's a being version of you. And it's ultimately available to you now. And you actually can't get the thing until you feel that into that emotion. I've talked about that in my manifestation podcast episodes. So check those out if you're interested in that. But those things outside of you, people's opinions, they are things like accolades, all the things I've been saying over and over again here, is they don't hold power unless you let them. That's a choice. You might say, well, oh, easy for you to say. No, no, no. No, everybody has a choice. Some choices are harder than others. might be more challenging to make that choice, but it's there. It's available to you if you want it. So just a few uh, elements on how to access this part of you that already knows you're worthy. So, you know, if you've ever meditated or you've ever felt chills in your body or you're just feeling on top of the world, that's when you're in alignment with your true self. That's who you really are. And it can be covered up in the muck and the mud because of society, limiting beliefs, outside circumstances, et cetera. And it can be hard to hear that voice sometimes. And so accessing this part of you and getting in touch with the version of you that already knows you're worthy When you connect to that, you have the power to show up with this worthiness, this belief that nothing outside of me can tear me down. Only I make that choice. So think of the first one is think of areas in your life where you naturally believe you are worthy without even thinking about this. Some examples, if it might be challenging for you to tap into this, is you are worthy of breathing fresh air. You're never like, oh gosh, I'm going to take another breath now. I hope that's okay. No, you just naturally do it because it's what your body needs to function and it's your birthright. 
as a body to breathe oxygen. The next one is you're worthy of eating when you're hungry. I hope, um, my hope is that most of you when you're listening or that are listening, when you're hungry, you eat. Some of you, that might even be a challenge there, but when I'm hungry, I eat. I don't question it. I know I'm worthy because my stomach will grumble. I don't question like, oh gosh, am I able to eat this sandwich? What will people think? (laughs) No. And I'm using these generic examples because most people agree with them. So it's easier for your brain to conceptualize and understand. And like another example is you're worthy of rest each night. So when you go into bed, like it's just part of the routine, whatever time you go to bed, if you're a night night owl or if you go to bed at 8 p.m., doesn't matter. It's a part of your routine as a human because your body needs rest in order to function. You're not questioning whether you are worthy of getting rest. It just is. And so applying this thought This generalized, easy thought that you are worthy of breathing, eating food, and sleeping. So apply that to something that you might have resistance towards, where you believe you're unworthy. So the example again of why why are you worthy of sleep? Well, because my body needs rest to function, and it it just is the way it is. Everyone sleeps. So that's an easy one. Why are you worthy of a good relationship? Because my soul craves connection. It is just the way it is. There's this idea that some things are out of reach, meaning a good relationship, the salary you want, the car you want to drive, and other things are okay. And this generally is based upon what the masses believe, but that is not true. It's a perception. And if you can shift and know that all desires that you want are on the same playing field in the eyes of the universe. It is our resistance around them that makes them feel bigger or smaller, so easier to come by. That's why when you first start off in manifesting, if you've ever listened to anything about manifesting, a lot of the times they'll advise, try manifesting something small. And the rationale behind that is because you don't have resistance towards it. I want someone to buy me a cup of coffee is one I've heard often. And then someone does, and you're like, oh, hmm, I wonder if this actually works. And it does, but you don't actually think, oh gosh, getting a cup of coffee, that'd be really tough. Because when you have that belief, your thoughts create your reality. It's challenging to get yourself to be in the mode of receiving. You're in this resistance mode, the belief that it's not possible. And then it's not possible for you. So going upon that, going back to this, it's like, think of areas in your life where you believe you are worthy without even thinking about it and try that on for size up against the ones that you find resistance towards and just think of it neutral. Don't, don't think too much about it. Actually, just be like, it is the way it is. I love that phrase. I want this because I want this and I deserve it because I'm worthy. Another practice is since a lot of worthiness is tied to our belief that we must do or have or accomplish X before we can feel worthy, as I've said a zillion times already, I feel like on this episode. So question to ask yourself, what would you do if you didn't have to worry about money or what other people think? And this isn't tied to necessarily just a job or um, a career path. It's life as it is. How would you live your days? And it can be tough to tap into this energy 
of what that would look like. Because for a lot of people, it can be very far-fetched. Maybe worrying about money is something that consumes you or what other people think consumes you and helps or doesn't help, but drives all of your life decisions. So what I'd like you to do if you're not driving, if you are, maybe press pause and you can come back to this, but close your eyes and you're at your house. You get a knock on the door and you open the door and you see someone they're not familiar and they tell you that you just received an inheritance from a long lost uncle for $10 million. And you're kind of like, okay, too good to be true. Probably is the first thought that comes to mind, which the ego, I mean, it's there for a reason. I think the ego is really trying to keep you safe. I'm not trying to rat bad on the ego, but so this $10 million, you get it. You kind of don't believe it for a while. Maybe you cash the check, you realize it's real. And then you go on the spending spree and you buy all the things your heart desires, all the things you've been wanting for who knows how long, the house, the car, you invest money, you travel, you do whatever you want for like, let's say six months, right? Maybe even a year, <laughs> who knows? Maybe even you have a lot of things you want to buy. But at some point, this is going to become your new normal. And you're like, what do I want to do with my life? When you close your eyes and you maybe take some time to actually experience this and feel into that energy, you're a, like you give yourself permission to really tap in to answering that question. And then the second element, as I mentioned in the initial question, is what other people think. So imagine your favorite, most accepting person in the world. Pretend you woke up one day and everyone was treating you how that person treats you with unconditional love and acceptance. You can remove that guard you have up and just know that everyone is kind and welcoming and they love you and only want what's best for you. And in reality, most of us are only thinking about ourselves anyways, so you can just believe that now if you choose. So thinking into those two experiences, now who would you be? How would you show up? What would your day look like? And mapping that out, I feel like that energy is coming from the space that you are worthy to choose the life that brings you joy. And I think a lot of times I wanted to note on this this isn't about purpose. I think purpose is something that you experience joy in what you're doing. It's more about who you're being while you're doing something versus the action of it. So what's my purpose? Am I supposed to be a teacher? Am I supposed to be a dancer, et cetera? Well, you're supposed to find joy and fulfillment and appreciation for what you're doing in your life. And that could be a, so many different things. And so I think I just wanted to address that because sometimes we get overwhelmed in trying to find this one narrow element. And there's going to be parts of every job that you're not going to like. There's going to be parts of every job that you absolutely love, perhaps. And so tapping into this energy of what would you be doing? How would you be living your life if money was not an issue and everyone, you didn't care what people think? Because to me, that comes from a place of showing up that you are worthy just as you are. It's kind of a roundabout way. Sometimes it's hard for us to imagine 
how would we show up if we thought we were worthy? What does that even mean? What does that look like? And practicing these things, practicing the beliefs that I mentioned earlier, and over time, you will strengthen that muscle. Because this is, this is why you're here. You're here to remind yourself of who you truly are. And when you show up as the worthy, amazing person that you are, no matter where you are in your life right now, that is within you. It's just the idea that you're telling yourself that you're not, that creates the reality that you're not. And then you show up with lack, unworthiness, energy, and people treat you differently. Experiences don't show up the way you want them to. Things don't work out the way you want them to because everything is energy. And so when you can fully, truly, in your heart of hearts, and believe me, it takes time. I'm, I still work on it constantly. There are days that I feel amazing and worthy and strong and confident and free. And there are days that I feel like crap. And then I also question why, after all this work, is this not working? And it's not meant to be a like one and done. It's the evolution of life. And it's a path and a journey that we all take together. And it's one day at a time. But I'm hoping that these principles and exercises, or even just this episode, if you even don't do anything else, it's just like, hmm, how would I be if I, I knew I was worthy? How would I show up in this world? Because you are. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you taking the time to press play. Send it to someone who might need a little pick-me-up, perhaps. Um, or review rate. I'd really appreciate that as well. It just helps us get more exposure to more people. So stay well and until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In and thank you for listening.